What's going on, guys? Welcome to In the Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. And, you know, if you're new to this podcast thing, it's kind of cool because we dive into a whole lot of different things other than just being in the zone mentally. We do that as far as skill acquisition and also various different training zones. And today we're going to hit on a little bit of a different zone that I haven't really particularly touched on. Uh, but you have those different types of segments, right? If we go on a rant, which I think this is going to be a little bit more of a rant, but also a deep dive. My personal experience. Also, we have full-length interviews, conversations with coaches, athletes, and experts within the field. And then those mental minute quick hacks that you can use to elevate your game. But if you got any other future topics, feel free to email that in at in the zone podcast123 at gmail.com because we want to see value exchange with this thing, man. So share it. If you know someone who needs to hear this, send it to them. Share it on your story. Post it up, right? Save it to your phone and then blast it out if you really want someone to hear it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so coming in from this one, I'm going to share a little bit more of my personal experience of you know trying to track in some of my nutrition stuff. And, you know, me personally, I don't want to see myself as being a hypocritical coach, right? Telling all my players they need to track their macros and do all this stuff um, and expect them to live at a higher standard than I, I can personally do myself, right? So this is why I kind of decided to take on this trick, this little eight, well, really it's more like probably more going on 16 weeks now of tracking my macros, trying to stay within a certain amount of guidelines. And yes, I did hire another coach for that. If you guys are curious of who I hired, feel free to DM me. I'll be sure to send you that info. But what I did was, you know, basically put my money where my mouth is and tracking all my food, making sure that I'm hitting all these calorie goals, tracking and weighing myself. And I had a lot of takeaways. Right. And for those of you who are watching this, I want to go ahead and share this on here if you're looking at this on uh, YouTube at all. But this is essentially what I was doing. And if you're watching this, you can already kind of see who I was working with. Um, but, you know, starting early August, trending all the way down and just kind of tracking my weight. But uh, you could see the average of my calorie intake was rather low to start. And then it slowly increased. And now it's starting to kind of even out kind of where I needed to be. And then also breaking things down as far as protein, carbs, fat, and fiber. Those are like the big four that I tracked along with how many days I trained, how much low uh, or long duration or steady state cardio or high intensity interval training that I did as well. So you, you can see a lot here. Um, and then, you know, basically some of the targets or the goals that I needed, which was roughly a lot lower than you would think, right? For me, 
being almost 30, we're shooting for anywhere from 24 to 26,000 calories. So from that, right, I was able to really kind of empathize with a lot of the athletes. Like, wow, yeah, this is tough to try to track every single day. Although it's not impossible, right? Especially if you eat relatively similar foods throughout the week, you can have those where my fitness pal kind of gets smart and they'll recognize all that and you can change the serving sizes and whatnot. So, you know, instead of doing one fair life or if I have two, I can add that in there to try to hit the protein goal. Um, you know, but if you're eating a lot of home cooked meals, right, which I'm sure a lot of you guys who are still living at home or, you know, get some meals from, you know, that you make yourself or maybe you're over at a friend's house, you, you have to guess a lot with some of this stuff, right? Like you're not going to be able to take your little measuring cup. Like there's no reason to be that anal about it. And, you know, there, there is an art to this whole measuring things to make sure that you're not overdoing it or being to the point where you're obsessing over the weight, obsessing over the exact amount that you need, right? You just guesstimate it. It's fine, right? But, you know, the, the closer you are, the better you're going to be at tracking it. Maybe for the first couple of weeks, maybe you're a little anal about it, but then you just kind of get lax because you kind of know and you can eyeball it, right? That's kind of where I took that approach because uh, I'm not trying to compete or look at trying to do any type of physique model, you know, any of that stuff, right? This this is all just purely experimental on how I can do this for my athletes. Uh, but like I mentioned before, like my average calorie intake was a lot lower than I expected. Obviously, I'm running around. I'm doing a lot of things like work throughout the day. So I have to take food with me. And sometimes I don't I didn't take enough. And I started to realize that. And, you know, I, I fell into this, too. And I know a lot of people nowadays probably underestimate the amount of food that they eat. Right. A lot of people are like, oh, I probably get 3,000 calories. And then they actually measure it and they're like 22 or 2,000, kind of where I was at as starting point. And I was like, wow, okay. But I had the awareness to know, I was like, okay, I'm kind of under eating. I still feel hungry, but I'm not like stuffing my face completely at the end of the day. Uh, you know, which was, I'll go into another story with that about what I did during my playing days. Uh, you know, but it's, it's one of those things where you just, you have to build some awareness and see where you're at and you have to measure it. If you want to improve anything, whether that's velocity, your nutrition, your strength, right? Throwing more strikes in game. Got to measure it. A lot of those things can be measured. So measure what you can to make sure that you can perform at your best. Now the, the third thing, right? So the first one was guessing a lot. Second one was underestimating what I ate. Third one was the averages are greater than one day of weight tracking or, you know, tracking your food, right? Some days you'd be a little bit off, but if over throughout the course of that entire seven days, if my average was around where I needed it to be, I kind of chalked that up as a win. And I noticed that I was, you know, doing pretty good, right? And you can even think of this as far as within the day. So let's say I have 2,500 calories that I'm trying to eat. Maybe I have a little bit more fat that day because I just had a lot of 
cheese or something in my breakfast. So then now I had to kind of modify the rest of my day to take out other things that involve a lot of fat or drop some of my calories in order to hit that. Otherwise, I was going to overshoot and kind of have way too much to eat, which obviously over time does cause weight gain. But again, it's not just me through one day, right? And crazy enough, the the biggest drop that I even seen from one day was literally four pounds. So that's where I'm saying like you can't put too much weight, no pun intended there, but no, don't put too much weight on one day of weigh-in, right? Because it could, a lot of that four to six, sometimes even eight pounds can be just straight up water weight. So just, just keep that into where you just need to look at the averages of everything and assess from there and not the day to day, right? Same thing with velocity or anything else that you're looking at. You're not going to be expecting the PR every day. So you can't expect to be at the weight that you're going to be at every single day as well, right? It's going to flux. But if you don't measure it at all, you could tank. Or if, you know, you're just kind of going with the flow and you have no idea where you're at. A couple of years down the road, you're like, how did I end up at this point? Because you didn't hold yourself accountable. That's pretty much it. And then the last one, right, is consistency is key. As with anything, guys, like, you know, you hear it over and over again. It's super cliche, but the more consistent you are with something, the more you are closer to that goal uh, calorie count. In this case of what I'm trying to get at is essentially how you end up at a goal weight, whether that's trying to, you know, increase muscle mass or decrease muscle mass, totally dependent on what you're doing. Right. So I'm going to kind of wrap this up also with, with the story that I had from college. Um, so I, I'll paint the picture for you. I was in junior college baseball. So obviously lower funded. We didn't have the best type of meals that we would go to eat, but we were going on our first away trip. And the coach was like, Hey, guys, we're going to Golden Corral. And, you know, we all lose it. We're like, oh, yeah, let's go. Multiple variety of foods. A lot of us are, you know, we're in the slums. We're living a college-based lifestyle, right? Like we got hardly any food in our in our pantries. We're just kind of skimming by some of us and just kind of making ends meet. So whenever we're getting a lot of food, especially right before a series, we, uh, you know, tend to go all out. So we get there and... I'm kind of known as the guy who can eat a lot, right? So you kind of already know where this is going. But some of the guys are starting throwing around this idea like, hey, I bet so-and-so can eat more than this. Or, hey, I bet that Jed can eat this. That was my nickname, believe it or not. And so I was like, all right, bet, let's go. And I think it was me and Gibby was his, his nickname. But it was uh, Jalen on our team. And we were like, hey, let's see who can eat more plates of food. Like full plates. Didn't really matter what was on it, but it was full on plates. And I had a whole technique to this thing, man. It was nuts. I would go get some salad first because that helped expand my stomach to where I was going to hold it up. And then I just started stuffing other things. And this is all over a span of 45 minutes because our coach gave us a timeline. He was like, hey, this time we're going to the bus. So you guys can pig out until then. 
So 45 minute time span, I chow down five whole plates of food. And I'm not just talking about little things where it's just kind of covered, like heaping plates of food. So I definitely win. But so we get back to the hotel, I'm kind of leaving, you know, you got that food belly and you're like, oh man, all right. And sit down on that bus, headed back to the hotel, starting to really feel it. I'm like, oof, I don't know about this. All right. We get back to the hotel. I'm still kind of training. I'm like, yeah, I'm stuffed. It's like Thanksgiving stuffed. So lay down, everybody's setting up the stuff in the rooms and we got the the game out playing 2k playing the show i'm just kind of laying on my stomach laying on my left side because i'm trying to like digest the food and all of a sudden i just get this acid reflux i'm like oh shoot so all of a sudden i just kind of like waddle on over to the bathroom and again this isn't like a a high-end hotel this is probably like i think it was like the la quinta or something like super cheap so we get there and i'm like all right here it comes. And all of a sudden, I, I feel it come out the other end. And I'm like, okay, we're switching it around. So you're in one of those bathrooms where you have the toilet and then the, the tub right next to you. And it's literally coming out of one end and then projectile vomit into the bathtub and the other. It was absolutely gross. Like, I, I kid you not, it was legit, legitimately projectile vomit had little pieces of the food still in there and everything it was so gross and you might ask hey how did i perform the next day well seven inning shutout oops <laughs> but i i took that and i was like all right well i can't make that a ritual because i'm not gonna do that probably ever again that's not something that's gonna help me get in my zone and and keep going and you know i kind of recognized that i was like okay me eating a lot of food is probably not a good thing. And I never was really like, oh, you're a binge eater or whatever. But I recognized at that point that that was probably going too far. So, you know, maybe those of you who are listening to this, you might be one of those guys. Maybe it's not food. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's, you know, it, it could be anything. It could be sweets. It could be caffeine. It could be dip, right? Whatever it is. And be honest with yourself, right? Like this is between me and you. like. And really, not even between me, it's it's all in your head. And you're the only one that knows the truth about what you're actually going through, right? So just, just give yourself a little bit of a check, a little accountability check there and be like, okay, hey, what is something that I'm doing? Maybe it's nutrition-wise or maybe it's something outside of that that, you know, might be holding you back from being your best. And, you know, sometimes you need help with that. Like I said, I I hired a coach. It was just something for me to have as more so accountability than anything. Like it's not like I was eating or under eating a crazy amount. It was just something that I knew that I needed some help to help guide me and help me figure out some things along the way that I needed to know and realize, right? So just wanted to share that with you guys and my Recent journey with things, I always love to kind of experiment with myself, whether it's training, whether it's the nutrition side or trying out, you know, little mental game things or this this new little, uh, you know, you might see these trends that you might see probably on Instagram. Some of them I try out myself and I'm like, yep, that's a load of crap. 
or sometimes I can just look at it and be able to tell. Um, but you know, I, I still don't discount it. I still try it out. I still see if it has any merit and if I even want to do it. And I'll have some perspective to share with some of my guys that I coach and, and interact with. And even some of the other coaches that are asking me these questions too, whether they're on my mentorship program or, you know, just genuine conversation that I'm having with guys. But for those of you listening, appreciate you tuning in and stay in zone.